I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they just can't get to work. Producer Joel is here. I'm here. In person. Yes. You are. It's in... better like this, isn't it? Oh, it's much better. It's nice to nice. see you yeah. rather than just being on the phone. We've both had haircuts. We've both had haircuts. Yeah, yeah. Mine's a bit short. Don't like it. Mine's a bit uh... short. Yeah, don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> you hate short hair, don't you? Yeah, well, no, I don't hate short hair yeah, at do. all. No, where you heard that? <laughs> Who's told you that? Nonsense. Absolutely nonsense. Joel, what's been happening? Uh, I'm just going to grab my cup of tea. Is that all right to do that? Lovely while, mic control to get whilst, up and do that. Yeah, yeah uh, keep it the same distance from my mouth at mm, all times. Yep. And, but the microphone was everywhere. But hey, Notoriously, uh, when I, I once presented you with a cup of tea in my flat and you threw it all over a white yeah. wall. I mean, I mean, um, devoted listeners will remember yeah. that, that episode. Yeah, I remember it because... Uh, Who was it? What episode was it? What episode was it? I don't know. There was someone here, wasn't it's there? It's not Little Whip Brown. There was, there was a comedian here. Oh, was there? Oh, yeah, there was. We, yeah. did, we used to do them here, didn't we, before yeah. you banned the comedians recording in well, your sort of, flat? No, they're still, they're still very welcome. Are it's they? you that I have a real problem with. <laughs> I'm here now. I banned comedian from my flat. I'm here now. Uh, I'm here now, Joel. Yeah. What have you got to say about that? Hurry up and get out. Of my uh, flat. Uh, what's been happening? Tom stayed. Good stuff. Did he? Oh, we did that joke last week, yeah, Joel. I know. Um, great episode. Good feedback. Any feedback about the podcast at Jokes with Mark mm. on social media <coughs> and Apple Podcasts. It's a good place for it. Yeah, five yeah. stars, please. <laughs> is it right just to say five stars, please? You have yeah. to, really, because there's no... I think no anything start, less is unacceptable. I would stop, I, yeah, I would stop <laughs> saying please and just be more forceful with it. Now. Yeah. Five stars now. Five stars now. If you've got an iPhone in your hand, and we know there's loads of you out there with iPhones in your hand that have never reviewed it. Yeah. Review it. Oh, five stars now. Thanks. Um, Joe, what were you going to say? You wanted to say something. Uh, oh, comedy news. You want? Yeah, you want to bring a, a, a... What do you call this? If there's like a, a section in a, a radio show or something? Feature. Feature. It's a you dormant wanna, feature. Well, we, we mentioned it once, I think. Yeah, exactly. Comedy news. You want to talk about comedy stuff. Well, I remember we did it once and I enjoyed doing it. I feel like maybe that's... If you want to bring that to the table, Joel, you just... Fill your boots, mate. Go okay. What, what do you want to talk about? And I'll talk about it with you. I promise. I watched the Frankie, the first two parts of the Frankie Boyle documentary. Okay. Where he goes around Scotland. I didn't know there was one. It's on the iPlayer. Yeah. And it's great. Is it? Yeah. Good. It's really. You see lots of bits of Scotland you maybe don't know about. Well, like I think. Peterhead. I mean, I mean, I mean, my avid fans will know that I did the documentary about Scotland, yeah. comedy, going around Scotland before Frankie Boyle did. Yeah, but that was a little bit too Englishmen laughing at Scotland, whereas this we is someone embedded in the culture. Scotland, and I am an eighth... If anything, Scotland was laughing I am at you. An, I'm an eighth Scottish. <laughs> How often did you scream that when you were doing the documentary? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they didn't keep that bit in. <laughs> I constantly saying it. Um, so, what, so, yeah, that sounds really good. Is it a bit like sort of Billy Connolly going around? A little bit, yeah, but it's... But Frankie Boyle. But his, like, narration is pretty surreal sometimes, really? and he'll do bits that are just made up, which ah. I find really fun. Well, I'll check it out. On Please the check it out. How many episodes will there be? There's been two so far. I think maybe three or four. Three or four. Check mm. it out, people. Good stuff. He's Also, you see him do stand-up. He's really good at stand-up, isn't he? Frankie Boyle. Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah. Also... If uh, you'd like Frankie Ball to be a guest on this podcast, I mean, I can't see it 
Did you really? Yeah. Can't see it ever happening. But tweet him. You never know. He does podcasts. He likes podcasts. And you know what? He actually tweeted the other day asking about gigs around Kentish Town area to try new material. Mm. I live near there. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe he lives near there. Maybe. I don't know. But I'm guessing maybe he does. So maybe it's doable. Maybe you're both part of the North London Ginger Union. Um, yeah, I mean, there's no need for that, Joel. Why, well, why, the NLGU. Why, why, why you brought that up? Why did you bring that up? I was just told you I got. I don't like my short hair. Why you? Why you have another dig? Why another dig? It wasn't a dig. Yeah, of course it was a dig. Why is it a dig? Why did you bring it up? Just something you have in common. Well, surely comedy would be the first thing you think of. It's not. Well, it's um, not but it says a lot that it wasn't the first thing I thought. Unbelievable. Of. And we both did things in Scotland. We've got so much to talk about, Frankie and I. God, tweet him. Come people. on, Frankie, get on the show. Tweet him. Um, okay. Uh, any other comedy news, Joel? That was it. That that's it? comedy news. Oh, that's nice. That's a similar. Um, what do you call that bit of the feature? jingle? A sting. Jingle. A, stab. a sting. That's this is really long, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, <laughs> that's all that matters. In my Previous podcast with Sean Walsh, uh, newsish. R.I.P. We the podcast. To, might, Sean's alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I really hope so. I, I'll text him in a minute. Made me worry. Um, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, that was comedy news. There was something like oh, film news, movie news. I used to do the same. Uh, Doesn't thing. flow as well, does it? Movie news. I think it does. Comedy news. Movie no. news. I think movie news is actually better. Tweet us. <laughs> At Jokes with Mark. Comedy news or movie news? Movie news. Comedy news. And that podcast is going to hopefully come back soon. We're in negotiations at the moment, Joel. Are you? Yeah. I'm not. No. So, but, well, we're just chatting about it, basically. Mm. Um, it's better. I, I refer to every conversation I have as negotiations. It makes you sound really official. It does, does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Is this a negotiation now? In a way. <laughs> we're negotiating our way to the big interview. Which is... Reese Jones! I've told you, it's hashtag awooga. Mm. If it's awooga, that's John Fashion News, but we've made it our own by by saying hashtag awooga. John Fashion News hasn't hashtagged an awooga. Back in the gladiator days, there was no such thing as hashtagging. He he didn't have that much foresight. No. No, he didn't. Anyway, hashtag awooga, (laughs) Reese James episode. Um, Spoke to Reese for ages. It was good stuff. And we've got extra bonus footage which i think joel we're going to release mm. um in video form what yeah i think so um and i think i'm gonna put it out in a mailing list oh. that's a nice idea isn't yeah. it i'm gonna start doing a mailing list joel <laughs> so if any of you would like to join my mailing list mm-hmm. you can go to my bio on my instagram mm-hmm. at jokes with mark mm-hmm. or the pinned tweet at twitter very nice. At jokes with Mark. I might join it. You should join it. Mm. And you'll find out all the news about me, Joel. There's oh, so much stuff happening. But also, bonish, bonish, bonish fetish, fe- bonish fetish for the podcast, from the podcast. Here's Reese James. Here's Reese James. Hashtag awoke. So what were we talking about just before? We said something about... You were talking about a joke and you were about to tell me it and then I said say Oh, uh, it was it? just the talking about those type of jokes where they oh, yeah. just the joke is that you stop talking. Yeah. It's the end of the sentence. It's quite a Simpsons thing, I think. Yeah. Oh okay. Um, but I Oh that's uh that's the police. This is the joke police about to listen to this. <laughs> well how much that does pick up. I mean that's definitely picking up, isn't it? That is <laughs> Yeah, of course it is. Wow. What do you want to do? Listen back? No, we just wait till it stops and then keep going. Because <laughs> your joke police thing will be cracking, mate. Like, that was good. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. There we go. Nice one. Okay, so the jokes where they just stopped abruptly, and you said you had a show where you just wrote quite a lot of those. I had like three in one show. I just couldn't stop writing them. Because oh. the reason they're good to write is because it's actually the absence of work, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's yeah, doing yeah, less yeah. work. You just know, that's done. <laughs> um, in fact, I listened to an episode the other day where you said you ended up with one by accident about I've got quite weird Oh, yeah, like, yeah. It was a setup. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not quite the same because the ones I'm talking about are like mid sentence, it mm. stops. And the one I did, it came from conversation, but I used to, I've got it, I think I've got it as a clip of just this joke of like, uh, I went to the cinema with my grandma and she was complaining about the ticket price, going, oh, it's 20 pounds a ticket, 20 pounds. And I was like, 20 pounds. I wipe my ass. 
Yeah. So he went to the cinema. <laughs> I see um, you do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was the most fun joke to do ever. And like I'd already done like two of those type of jokes in the show. It was so fun doing that joke. And it came from a conversation with Natasha Dimitriou, right. the comedian and yeah. actor, where literally that, it was like, I was offered a gig and it was really far away. It was like a hundred quid. And she was just like, still, it's a hundred quid. And I just went into right in her face and said, a hundred quid. And then I was... That's I wanted to say sentence. I wiped my ass with a hundred quid, but I said it so slowly that after I finished saying wipe my ass, I just leant back, and then I was like that. Immediately, I was like, "That's so funny." But I was like, "Don't look, don't look impressed with yourself." So I, was like, I wanted to get my phone out and write it down immediately. So I'd just be like, "Oh, sorry, I've just got to go take this call." Um, halfway through the sentence, and she just looked at me like, "What?" And then I wrote it down, and I did it so often that um, what was interesting about that joke, and this isn't interesting, but it worked really well in a show, and it never mm. really was good in, in the set. same show. Uh, oh that one joke you mean that one joke and then right. I'd like try and do it in a, it was like one of the biggest laughs of the show yeah. and you try and do it in a gig and it would work but it wouldn't have the same atmosphere at all did you do it I in the pacing show pacing wise though it's in a set I'm being quicker yeah, constantly you quicker do talk, yeah, yeah. so you notice it more whereas in the show it's like it might have come in a bit or I was slowing it down or, and you said you did a few of those in that show were, yeah, the, the, other, that. were the other ones before it yeah, that was quite near the end so they would have been before it I think so that, so so that might have added to, to it yeah they're like, like Especially if it's got clever, like more sort of hard to see it coming. Yeah. Because <laughs> that you don't see coming at all. It's just it's such not... a fucking stupid <laughs> image of someone who thinks that's a brag. I just found it so funny. I to... wipe my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Saying it in your grandma's face as well. I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Um, but that was me. The reason we talked about that just then is because it, literally seconds before we began recording, I said, I've got the best one of those jokes ever. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. that sort of... Um, it turns out my personality. I'm realizing that more and more as people, the conversations I'm having yeah. now involve microphones and go out on yeah, yeah, a cast. Yeah. I'm realizing, oh, I'm the worst. I, 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 I get really paranoid about what I say. And like, quite often I say it to my producers, because I listen back usually just to make sure I'm happy with everything. Mm. And then I'm, I'm, I'm like, I just go, Are you sh- did that sound like a dick when I said that? And, right. like, and he's just like, you're really overthinking it. Although people now listening are probably thinking, no, you do sound like you a dick. You know what that means? And that is why we listen. Your producer's not really listening. That's what <laughs> yeah, you're saying. Oh, you're probably overthinking it, mate. <laughs> I just put it out unedited. Can't be bothered. He just can't be bothered to cut anything. That's what it is. <laughs> I wrote one of those jokes, but I don't think it's going to go in my show. One of the stop ones. I had a feeling that it must have been done before, but like... What was, uh, what was your one? It's a... Um, what is it hang on oh fucking hell is this it this is, yeah, yeah <laughs> it's like, very yeah, meta this, this. Yeah, it's, not, <laughs> it's quite hard to see where it's coming from um oh yeah I, I have a habit of starting things I like that but that's that, meta it actually is yeah yeah as yeah. meta as I just said yeah yeah but they but, know because they don't know the audience with, don't know what you're fucking doing but the, no do, or do you think it's your starting things and not to me I mean, this, I, I, this, is, I, I, this is my problem with comedy is that <laughs> that is the way to make the joke work. Yeah. To me, that is so signposted. I would never do it. Right. Yeah. But what was I'm the one who suffers because I'm the one who doesn't have a joke that works. Yeah. I, literally, that is the solution to getting the laugh. Yeah. And I would. Oh, not, you mean the extra bit on the end? Yeah. Saying the extra bit. Right. On the end, OK. Yeah. Yeah. And saying it would make me go. Nice. Nah, it's making it too do this all the obvious time. for them. So I would just go. I just won't do it. Yeah. And so I then. I don't get the laugh or something. Yeah. And then like, I'm only really this hard on myself when I watch another act do something and they kind of do it. I'll still be like, oh, good, oh, good stuff. But I would, or I'd be, I wouldn't even register really. So I wouldn't even go like, oh, well they did that shit thing of adding the thing there and I, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. So I just suffer for no reason to go like, it's not like, I, any, I it's try, like this quality uh, control pays off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, try, I, I, I tend to always go for the one that's too clever. Whereas, and then I'll try something a little bit simpler, and it'll get like I got like if it's just, it feels too simple, I'm like I won't even try that. It's loads of things, and then that, yeah, I do make it, it work. and it goes bang, and yeah. then I'm like, oh, I have to keep that now. Like that. Do you know so what I mean? often there's if from from when I was really yeah. new, people used to say to me, like promoters as well would say, your stuff's really good. The audience don't understand it. <laughs> and I would just be like, well, it's their that's their problem. Yeah, yeah. That get get on the fucking wavelength because yeah. I'm not I'm not. Mm gonna spoon feed this shit that's the trouble because we, we like, play so many different sorts of audiences so often i i with new stuff the problem i have is that i've what i think i come up with as the whole joke is to the audience the premise of the joke oh uh, yeah yeah and i refuse to do the example so it's <laughs> yeah, like you yeah. set up 
oh, what about when people do this or whatever? And then yeah. I will not do the next bit. And a perfect um, example of this happening is I right. don't have an example of a joke that does <laughs> yeah, that right, right. now. <laughs> <laughs> no, for example, I had this one where I was like, um, I had this line I really liked for this show I'm touring at the moment. And I just got rid of it because it just didn't fit, which is just, I like the line saying the line, sleep is so good, people want to die in it. <laughs> right. I just like that as an idea. Yeah, yeah. It's more of like a fucking pseudo philosophical postcard than anything else. Yeah, yeah. But then like to get the little, that, that would get like a little a little laugh and then yeah. the big laugh would be, you can't say that about Watford or something like that, just picking a shit place. Yeah, yeah. I did it twice and was like, I hate saying that so But that much. got a big laugh. Big laugh, huge laugh every really? time. Yeah. Like, it's not, not the same thing you can say about Swindon, just like anywhere, yeah. rival town. Yeah, yeah. And then I think a couple of times I would say, uh, you can't say that about rival town. <laughs> um, and that would always get like a bit of a laugh but then I change it so on tour at the moment on tour at the moment I just thought oh, I'll just get rid of the sleep thing and I just open with um, God it's great to be here in Newcastle so much better than all those rival cities and I just say that at the top and it always is quite a big laugh yeah, yeah. because it just like I just so look like I don't give a shit because the show is so not personalised to the place yeah yeah it's yeah. literally just I'll do the thing right. I mean I chat to the audience but I don't talk about where I am that's great um, also your audience I, I feel like your audience will get that more than your general you'd be surprised <laughs> I often say that to myself <laughs> I felt like my audience would get that oh here we are an hour and a half's gone by and, uh, oh, well goodbye <laughs> absolute silence abject silence sold out of course absolute silence uh, I had one about sleep that didn't work the other day about oh, what was it I'm really bad at remembering jokes, which is not a good sign yeah, for a comedian. I wanted to clarify, actually, when I, we started, is um, I'm not currently doing new stuff, and I've got a bad memory. <laughs> so I've had to go through some old notes to find some one-liners. And essentially, all okay. I did was go, like, I can't, I can't absolutely 100% remember the process of trying them and then not working and me tweaking them. Yeah, I yeah. just read a bunch of jokes on lists of jokes I have and went, that's fucking hilarious. Why do I not say that? Yeah. It must be because they didn't work. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So yeah. this is what that's based on. But I'm not doing new stuff because I... I wrote a... Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you about. Because sure. we were trying to book this in before and you were like manically busy writing. You, what you, 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 I did a radio show. So basically I did Edinburgh, which obviously that process is busy. Although that's the yeah. best time probably to do this podcast is in like July. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I've just dropped all these things and here's why. Mm. But um, so I did that, did the Edinburgh show. And then as soon as Edinburgh finished, so that's like writing a new hour for yeah. for Edinburgh. And then I was taking it on tour, so I wanted it to be a bit longer. Mm. So I dropped stuff, obviously, for the Edinburgh gigs. But then I was like, keep that on the back burner and I'll bring yeah. it back on tour. And then um, I immediately got back from Edinburgh and had to write another hour because I was doing a Radio 4 show about something else. Uh, it had to be about something else. You couldn't just it didn't have to be show. my material. Just I could have made my Edinburgh show that Radio 4 show. I right. didn't want to. So basically, the Radio 4 show, the premise was that it was two episodes and they're both on the same topics, but they're conflicting opinions. Oh, I just touched your knee. That's quite all right. <laughs> <laughs> if you want my attention, you're looking me in the eyes, you can just start talking. I've got longer fingers than I thought. <laughs> How have you lived this long? I had a joke about having long fingers. What was that? That was um, about... Um, oh, someone said, you've got long fingers, so you'd be good at the piano. And I said, well, if you've got short fingers, just sit a bit closer. Right, right. Which I, I really like, but never never worked. <laughs> um, anyway, so so you wrote an hour. So basically the idea was like two episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same topics, different opinions. So one's basically in really basic terms. One was left wing, one was right wing. Okay. So just like talking about like the environment. Uh, what's interesting about that is like I've obviously, I've tried loads of those jokes since. And the context of yeah. what I was doing really helped the jokes. Okay. Um, because also I don't want Oh, to, so if you... Oh, right, the problem yeah. is that like the, all the funniest jokes are in the right-wing episode because they're the ones you've never heard before. Yeah. Or you haven't heard for 30 years yeah. at least. So all my favourite ones to write were in that episode because they're not really right-wing. But the yeah. way audiences are left-wing, mostly. Mm. On tour, it's different. But in London or whatever... And the audience I recorded it to were left wing. Yeah, yeah. And so the way you got away with it was by being like, I'm doing a thing. I, it's not really my opinion. I'm just yeah. trying these opinions so on. So did you say that at the beginning? Yeah, yeah. So I had to really set up. Before right, the recording or it's during, in the, even in, it's the, in edit. the edit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so like, the people at home get it. Yeah, we're just doing a little thing. It's just an experiment. Okay. I don't have any opinions. I'm going to try some So on. in your normal set, you, that wouldn't... And then like, there's a couple of lines I just really loved from both episodes and then you try and do them in your normal set and only the ones that really work are in the left wing episode but right. I don't really want to do that kind of comedy I'm not a very political comic yeah and th these aren't necessarily political but like it's just like everyone agrees with me I don't like doing stuff where everyone agrees with me I just find it a bit dull yeah but also like loads of it's ground that's been covered it's is that the idea behind the show as well 
Yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was yeah. kind of the impetus between be, be, behind doing it was like so they're two half hour episodes. Yeah, right. But so I had to write new hours. Wow. So maybe there maybe ten fifteen minutes of my Edinburgh show went yeah. into it as like setup, but like I didn't really. I can't really use it. Sometimes I do the environment material the, on okay. the left side in yeah. that top secret where everyone's young. Right. Yeah. 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 But it does feel like pandering. That's also knowing if you only do what that set every so often, I'd forget it. Like, yeah, I, I, you, I would, yeah. Then you have to remind yourself. And ugh. Yeah. I actually did that material on mock the week. Oh, okay. Because the stand up when they're in the stand up round. Oh, oh, I saw that. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. Environment, and I was like, yeah, yeah. I'll okay. Oh, perfect. I'll do that and I'll use it because I thought I'll never really be able to use this again. Yeah. Um, but there's one joke I love so much from the right wing episode and I have tried it in gigs. It, it was like the biggest, it was a big round of applause in the radio record and I've tried it in the context of normal gigs and it's okay. Right. And that joke is, um, oh, things are really changing, aren't they? Like, uh, you know, like, uh, women are like all empowered now. They're not um, shaving their legs. They're not wearing makeup anymore. And it's changed for men too, you know, as a man, you can't just like go up to a woman and call her beautiful anymore, you know, because she's not. <laughs> I, loved, I loved saying that joke That's so great, much joke. and if you just do it in a normal gig oh, people go ooh and you go I'm fucking That's around really I'm clearly funny. I'm, it's so clearly a joke yeah yeah but it's like I don't know how you can go ooh but yeah I, I had a joke where I was I said um, uh, uh, the other day my cleaner called me a misogynist girlfriends eh <laughs> and that gets a little that's sometimes good. it's like so clearly not yeah what i think that's that's a great joke <laughs> but so so what i, I was going to ask you about that process because that's a lot of stuff to write and how long did you have to write it so i basically did it from kind of like three and a half weeks i did like three previews of it before we did the recording that's what i was going to say so you only got three previews for that much material that's i mad. needed to space them i knew i needed to space the previews out so i i couldn't do it like when you're building a show, you're kind of happy to preview every night. Yeah. I definitely needed gaps because it was all like brand new. But so I had to just, uh, so I wrote way more than an hour mm. of ideas and I had to properly go focus and go like, yeah, no, it's going to be these. It's got to be these. And then I had to like, just punch them up to the yeah, point yeah. of like, and even the, the, like I worked, it was interesting because normally when you do like a writing an Edinburgh show, you start by just going, I've kind of got five minutes of ideas. I'll go and mm. do a 10 somewhere yeah. and I'll do old and five minutes of new ideas and yeah. you build it up doing that over and over again until eventually you've maybe got half an hour, you share a preview yeah, yeah. with someone, then you build it up like this. This, it was like, no, gig one. And that scares the crap out of An hour. Yeah. So it was like, but that meant that in order to do that, I had to write for a lot longer. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, fuck it, it's January. I'll just start, I've got two jokes so you'd get so, up and no i need to i need to have written at least an hour of ideas before i even get on stage it was like yeah. the first time i've ever done that and i might just do that from now on yeah I, in terms of writing a new show i might just go oh i'm just gonna go into it so i went into an office because you feel like when you're writing your Edinburgh show, you feel like you are working as hard as you could work but you're not Mate, this has changed my life because that's because when i had a full-time job I, I i wasn't writing that much and then when i went down to just doing this as, as my job it's just you just it's like oh sorry but I had a full time job and I was writing an Edinburgh show I was like this is like impossible yeah sure. and then yeah, when yeah. You, I've got more time I was like oh actually this is actually a lot getting easier but I still don't but isn't that just because of like, like a, how hard it is to be creative when you're tired and yes, like you've exactly. done a day and like yeah, you yeah. had to focus on something else yeah. the, the good thing about this was I had no choice but to treat it like a job so I was doing 9 to 5s in an office I was going to an office at my agent's office building yeah i was getting a room there and i would just sit there nine to five i didn't do it completely alone i had a couple of people came in on a couple of different comics Mm. on a couple of days adam hess helped me on one day like coming up with ideas mark smith helped me on another day just like coming up with shit and then like sometimes there'd be like a comic at the gig Mm. so like there was like i did a bunch of previews at different venues but then like i did old rope for example and did an extended closing set and like Alfie Brown and Alex Keeley were there and then we chatted about it afterwards and they oh, helped great. me go like oh they're good for that well, so they yeah. were good. what they were good at was just chatting to me about like why are you doing it and what are you actually trying to get across yeah yeah because it isn't clear and then it made me go I've right really think about that really yeah I mean the reason I was doing it is because I pitched it a year and a half ago and then we had no choice but to make it I mean that's why I didn't, by the time it came around I was like oh I don't care about this anymore yeah when you're pitching ideas you're just like yeah that sounds like a good idea mm. That sounds like a show that could yeah, be on. Yeah. Oh, you've actually commissioned it. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool. Let's uh, stuff. Jokes. Do you want a joke? Jokes. Let's okay, talk about it. Okay, so as it. I say, I just So, so to... is this from over the years? Like, have you got anything no, from... No, these my... are all from this show. These are all bits. I mean, I've got some. This show is in the... The show I'm, show I'm on tour with. Okay, yeah. great. These are lines that like um, tickets they, available at Reese James. I was going through uh, UK. I was going. <laughs> I couldn't afford .com because of the sales. It's going through. There's a lot about death. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting because um, I I find death quite difficult to. Well, um, these pull didn't off. work. So. I, I, well, that's yeah. Have you did any death jokes make it in? Yes. There's. Um, so this one, I, this one, it's so I can see the place I would have tried it in my show. Right, there's okay. a bit about this topic. So the joke is, I was asked to speak at my granddad's funeral. Well, not asked. The words they use were "explain yourself." <laughs> right. I don't really get it. I think yeah. the joke is that like, oh, maybe I've killed him and then I've turned up or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm implying something that is like if I don't really know what I'm implying. <laughs> so I know the kind of area it's in, but I don't know exactly. So I, do, I think the audience is equally as like they would. It got a laugh, but it wasn't a good enough one to justify keeping it. That's the trouble because if there's lots of options of why something's funny, then explain yourself. I liked the vagueness and the ambiguity yourself. of it, but it, it doesn't help joke wise. So I got rid of it. But there's a literally like a bit setup. about my granddad's funeral. Oh. So I was easy to slide. Also, because it, I think the reason I got rid of it now I'm remembering it is that it did get laughs, but it made the bit which is real seem not real. Yes, got you. So the rest of the bit yep, was, yep, yep. was ruined by this joke. Yep, because it's like, oh, he's just you know, trying like, to he's trick us. He's doing jokes about this. Um, another one. I, I, I find that quite interesting that you... that Because oh, I never have that problem because I never talk about anything real. It's a real. new problem for me. Right. So it's a new in the last, I'd say, couple of years. I'm very bitty now. I used to be much more gaggy. Right, I yeah, I used yeah. to be much more short but and now you I'm... You have sections. I've got like long bits now and yeah. they're full of like... They've got little one-liners in them but they have to be disguised. So I've only got yeah. one one-liner in my show that's visibly a one-liner now. Okay. And it's like, uh, the only, the reason it works is because it's such a one-liner. And do you comment on it? It comes out of nowhere. Where it's literally just, I've just finished like a 12-minute routine on a subject. Okay. I pause and then I just say, I feel like people who say everything happens for a reason have never shit themselves on public transport. <laughs> like it's a really philosophical thought. Yeah. And it's the fact, that it's not that funny of a line, but the fact it's like, and then I just move on. And then I yeah, say, yeah. I think I sometimes say, I don't always link the jokes. And then I just move on to a new long bit. Yeah. It's literally a palate cleanser. I just use it as a palate cleanser. I've yeah. tried so many different lines in that. So why did moment. you start doing longer bits? Uh, I just naturally. Yeah, I just like often in the past, I would write these premises that I really liked. And then I would think they were the one liners. And then I just sort of now fucking embrace that it's a premise and see what you can wring out of them. Right. And then you just realize, oh, just before you know it, it's 10 minutes. I've just oh. written loads and it's 10 minutes. You're just getting really good at comedy. The next one of these, though, I also tried in obviously the same section. It's about my granddad's death again. Mm-hmm. Oh, my granddad did not die recently, by the way. I didn't write a show <laughs> so about my granddad's true. death. I, no, it's something to do with his funeral was like a good comparison to something else I was talking about in the okay, show. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll just set this at my granddad's funeral. Yeah. Also, something else. There's another story about my granddad in the show. So I was mm. like, all right, I'll just... 
Anyway, this one is, my granddad died on April Fool's Day every year for 10 years, right? Which ended up in one of those joke lists in Edinburgh. I've, oh, really? I didn't say it in Edinburgh once. Oh, so you know PR how those, look, I'm going to blow the whistle now. You know those joke lists because yeah. uh, you submit jokes to mm. your PR and they send yeah. them to all the papers, which is a sham. Go to the show's journalists, you pricks. Uh, the Dave one, they go round. The Dave one, they go round, yeah, to clarify. But the when others... it's like the Telegraph's top 173 jokes. Because the pe- last few years, I've have like people at home and friends, they go... Like I've made a Dave list a few times, but the other ones are like, why are your jokes never on those lists? They used to be. I'm like, I've got PR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simple. Stop sending them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first, my debut year, they, I had a joke in there that was not in, I hadn't sent to a PR. I didn't send to a PR any jokes that year. Okay. Um, And I had a joke that was in all those lists and it was a misquote of a joke of mine that was in a review. That's annoying. And in a review? Yeah, yeah. It was That's the same. worse bad as, anyway. Yeah, they shouldn't put the joke in. It was like, it was a positive review, but it was like, he does good jokes like this. And then... It was the same joke, but I would never word it like this. Mm. So it worked, oh, so but I was like, such a, it was just a weird way of speaking. I was like, such a journalist mm. joke. Yeah, yeah. But, and then I realized, oh, right, no one watches any shows or remembers jokes. They just no. read other things and go, yeah, right, just say that. Um, I love this joke. I could never okay. get this joke to work. About death again? No. Oh. Actually, it's about life. Oh. It's about pregnancy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm two sides of the coin. Um, if you go up to a pregnant lady and say, so, have you got a name? She'll tell you the name of some baby. <laughs> right. I love how stupid that joke is. No one ever. Some baby. Maybe that's Yeah, what it- and it, her baby. But I like some baby. As, it's like quite yeah. American way of doing so that joke. Some baby. Some baby. I don't care about this. I liked how dismissive it was. I really, baby, but, but that as a to- setup, there's a there will be a perfect way of doing that because have you got a name? Is something you say to? Yeah, but I'm asking her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just want her to. Say, yeah, exactly. Have you, have you got a name? Yeah, this is great. Oh yeah, we're thinking Ralph. Huh? Is it better if she's got just had the baby? Like, do people think about the name when yeah, it's in so them? Yeah, so I think it's a question. I think the reason I thought of that is because it happened in something I was watching. Right. Yeah. Like there was a sitcom where someone goes, "Oh, have you got a name yet?" Because my brain went. I, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe they do, do you, that. To be honest, it's have you got a name yet? Anyway, isn't it? Have you if got you a name it. yet? Well, I'm 36. Yeah. Or maybe someone says it to you. Your your girlfriend's pregnant or something. Got, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got yeah. a name yet? Uh, Reese. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry, mate. Have you not seen uh, BBC iPlayer? <laughs> um, a man rang my doorbell and said, "I'm a debt collector." I said, "No way." So am I. Hang on, I was just still thinking about the other one. Do you want me to say it again? Or do you want to do man it, rang it to yourself your, in your head? man rang the doorbell, said, I'm a debt collector. He said, oh, well, so am I. Oh, you're collecting debt. Yeah, great. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This no, isn't you know easy, what? taking jokes one-on-one. You know, that's sort of the reaction audience. Oh, really? I'm a debt collector. To carry the one. How do I get <laughs> yeah, to... Maybe that is. Ah, I see. And then it was like, oh, get rid of it. I'm a debt... Um, also... But, but I really like it, though. Didn't work in my show because I'm... Um, Obviously, got arrogant. Of money. <laughs> I'm arrogant on stage, on stage in brackets. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, I, I, I can't. I don't lose in that sense. Whenever yeah. I lose a joke, I, the person I'm, I am on stage doesn't know. That I've yeah, lost. okay. So, so you that, would, I, per, you would never admit. It's, uh, yeah, that I'm collecting debt. Like, yeah, he would. Yeah, he would deny it. I mean, I would deny it. Um, Oh, I've got some routine That's a really ideas. good joke. That's great, man. I like that. I like the joke, but I was like, yeah. it didn't make sense. But that's interesting because with me, if I come up with a joke it's and it's a good joke and it works, like, it, I don't really have to consider a lot else. Like, if it's too dark, it, right. it doesn't work for me. But because it's just a joke, it doesn't matter. But because you've got your persona... That must be annoying. Like, that must be annoying if you write a good joke and you can't do it I because guess, like, of often I how write- you are. The problem I've got with one-liners now is that often when I write one-liners now, they they step on something else. Right, yeah. So it's like either the, either another premise or, like I said before, they take the audience out of it too much. They stop believing me. You used to have a section of jokes, didn't you? Yeah, that have was you... my way around it before as I did miscellaneous jokes one year. Yeah. Um, oh, your first year? My second show, oh, yeah, yeah, I did show. miscellaneous jokes. And then also I used to what I used to do is one-liners that would get a uh, small laugh or like yeah. an okay laugh, I would just put in a poem. So I used to do poems. Oh, right. And I just go, all right, make all these one-liners rhyme. And come up with a premise for what, what are these all about? So for example, okay, clearly I've got loads of jokes about my granddad dying or his mm. funeral. 
I could easily just rhyme a bunch of these one-liners, make it into a thing. And then everyone's like, fucking hell, that poem's so funny. You're like, no, those jokes aren't good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do- those jokes aren't funny. But when the poems aren't funny. But yeah, exactly. So, so if you add a little poem, bit to a poem. That's amazing. And oh, dense, that's clever. But in a thing, yeah. So a lot of those... <laughs> One of the reasons I stopped doing those That's what you're saying is you're a fraud. Yeah. One of those reasons I'm a debt collector. So am I. One of those reasons I stopped doing those poems is because they did feel like rejected jokes to me. Mm. And then, so then I changed it and I did poems that were like, um, had a clear thing. Or I was like, so I did one where it was like, the poem's a long story. Yeah. And I did one where like the poem is a character thing. I'm two characters having a conversation, rhyming it. Right. And then I was like, I've got no more ideas. So like, uh, what else can I do? with yeah. this stuff and I did one that was like a letter and then when it came to come doing not the show I'm doing now but the one before I was like fuck I need something I need a reason to write a poem and yeah. I just couldn't think of one so I was uh, like I don't force it because poetry is shit anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. in this year I've got one because I take the piss out of the nationwide adverts that had those mm. earnest poems in okay perfect um, and so like I do a kind of like joke one of them mm. and then it comes back round at the end where I actually do, do it Okay, but it's taking the piss out of poetry. It's basically mocking me three years ago. Yeah, that yeah, whole yeah. bit is basically going. Wasn't I a fucking twat? Um, another one-liner, if you want it. Ah, oh, mate, I want them. Anyone who says I watched that film on a plane is missing an opportunity to say I was really high when I saw that. Uh, <laughs> I don't like that joke. But it's that's that's a, a that's a that's a Tim Vine throwaway esque joke. Because it's too silly for you, so I feel. So the way I tried to do it on stage, which is why it never worked, is because I, I wanted to do a joke about um, irrelevant information in anecdotes. Right. Like when you say, oh, have you seen um, Jojo Rabbit? I was like, oh yeah, I saw that on a plane. And then the, ne- the conversation... <laughs> yeah. do you, sorry, do you think we're going to talk about planes? Yeah. We're talking about a film. <laughs> Just say yes. Conversation isn't now, oh, you know what I love about planes? You know those little nuts? Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, no, no. We're having a conversation about a film. Shut the fuck up. I don't care that you've been airborne in your life. It's like a little humble brag yeah, as well. Yeah, it's like, I was just, so I wanted to do that routine. And so I did that as like a sort of ranting yeah, yeah. bit. And there was some jokes in there. And that did kind of work. Mm. And then I, it was ending it with that. And also, if you do that, you're missing an opportunity to say, okay. I was really high when I saw that. Yeah. But because, once again, the rest of the routine was so real. Yeah. It seems like I'm doing an actual joke about someone being high no one sees the pun in that joke yeah and i hate puns anyway so i was like get rid of it yeah yeah yeah. so i got rid of yeah so i just got but also i imagine the other bit it sounds really solid as a bit and then that i don't think would get as big a laugh well, so it's, it's just too like uh, once uh, you've done it as a serious bit and then you tack that on and it people, does feel like you've ruined the whole bit groan. just by that'd be the last thing That's they the remember I've got from with it. these lines is that often i'm like well i'm not gonna do them on their own i need to put them in something oh you've ruined the joke yeah it's so often it's like you've spoiled it we were yeah. with you mm. you were angry or you were <laughs> sad about this thing or whatever or you were just like isn't this great and then and you said a little fucking yeah that's, that's that's i guess it's a similar sort of thing to when you're doing com- well, i used to do comparing that's just when i first met you in folkestone uh, the, oh yeah, yeah yeah is that is that the same useless piece of information oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were on the plane, plane leggy. <laughs> <laughs> but that when i'd start comparing and chat to him everyone's like oh he's, he's one of us he's chatting to us and then i do a one-liner and then they go oh that's weird. they feel cheated and i think yeah. it's this right i think Certainly with like how bitty my stuff is now. And then if you do like a really visible one-liner that's a play on words. Yeah. People go, sorry, don't try and be funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're we're enjoying that. Don't try and be funny. He's trying now. It's, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, you were, you were, all everything else you were saying was an accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suddenly you're doing this intentionally. How dare you? Trying to trick us. I know we've paid for a comedy show. I don't want to see comedy, thank you. I know. Yeah, unless that's why you you need to have to like mark it out early. I do this. Mm. I do this. And jokes. also, sometimes if they've had a lot of acts that do bits and then I go on, I, I it takes a, a minute or two for them to understand. Just to get into, oh, this is just what he does. And then they're fine. <laughs> People go, oh, this is going to be it, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fine, we've paid. <laughs> I, yeah, it is weird that they feel like. And miscellaneous jokes was my solution to that a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. But then I was just like, but they, I, I, if I, can't, I mean, I can't remember exactly what they were, but I remember them not being. I don't think they they weren't like that one. The no, they high were, one. They were like imaginative. Ideas. They were like ideas. They weren't You're really. Sort of Mitch Hedberg. Very sort few of, of them were plays on words. There was a couple. There was one that was a bit. Was of hit the high five was, thing um, in that one? Yeah, I hate that joke. I can't oh, believe dear. I did that joke for so long. Really. What I liked about it was the joke that came after it, I really liked. Okay. So I used to do, yeah, um, 
maybe Hitler wouldn't have been so grumpy if people hadn't left him hanging for high fives all the time. <laughs> That's a good joke. What I liked about that is the word grumpy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I like about the joke. Yeah, the other yeah. bit, I'm just like, ah, oh, it's like a teenager's joke. Right. I, I mean, I, I was a teenager when yeah. I wrote it. <laughs> but it's, well, I wasn't. I would have been early 20s. But it's like such a, it's like, a, to me, it's like a sixth form. It's right. like a joke that goes around the common room. Yeah, someone yeah, saw yeah. it on Cicopedia or something like that. And I was yeah, like, yeah. fuck that. But after it, I would say, I know I'm going to hell for doing these jokes. I don't care. People always say, Reese, where are you going to end up? Gates of heaven or gates of hell? I'm always like, well, as long as it's a gated community, I'll feel right at home. And I liked saying that, even though it's really labored to get to that punchline. That's great. Though. Gates of heaven, gates of hell. Who would speak like that? Yeah, I'm having yeah. to say all of that just to get to gated community. But they never noticed. Oh, I love that's audience. great. Yeah, man. Um, do you want any more? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Do you want another one? How long have we been? Oh, yeah, go a bit. Do a few more, yeah. I'll do some that aren't one-liners. Okay. Oh, here's a routine I really liked, and it did work. I just couldn't get an end to it, so I just gave up. Okay. And it didn't fit anything in the show, so I mm. just got rid of it. Um, I had this bit about when you're in the cinema. First of all, it was about how when you're in the cinema, before the film starts, then the cinema shows you an advert for the cinema that you're currently in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you go, what are you hoping to gain with this? I... I don't care about the brand of cinema. It's yeah. geographically convenient. It's the one showing it at the time I want nearest me. You're not a football team. I'm not going, fucking yes, Odeon, come on, son. And then I would move that into, and then after that, they follow up with an advert for the speakers of the cinema, right? They play you this really weird psychedelic advert of the speakers and the way it works is it's like, oh, yeah. you see like Pepsi being poured into a, over yeah. some ice, but then that Pepsi becomes oil. And then it's like in a canyon and it's like camera swoops through this. And then the oil just hardens and becomes leather and it's the leather of the chair and then like turns and it's the chair and then it's like, take your seat. And then suddenly loads of ball bearings appear and start <laughs> booming and bouncing. And then it's, I used to do the joke and then it's like, you're about to watch A Quiet Place. And I stopped doing it and that would get a big laugh. But obviously that was like, I mean, that was going to date so quickly. Yeah, yeah, because it's, like, it's, it, it's not, it's not um, classic. There's not it? a lot of silent movies you can do that joke about <laughs> yeah. anymore. The artist. And then I would say, who is this advert for? The only way that's relevant to show that advert is if you're expecting the owner of a rival cinema to come into this going, what are they doing that we're not? We need to get these six speakers or whatever. Yeah. And then I would become the owner of this cinema, which I was calling um, James Cineworld, I think. <laughs> and I would like have a f put my finger on above my lip as a fake moustache. And I'd be like, hello, and like do this thing. And it would just be a conversation. Oh, like one of those one-sided conversation bits. Yeah. Where he's answering all the questions. You can tell what the question is from his answers yeah. and all that. But it would oh, just I go like those on. And, it would, I told someone about those sort of jokes. It would go yeah, on and on, yeah. this bit, as in this silly... It was like the silliest thing I'd done on stage for ages. Yeah. So it was so funny because it was so different to the other stuff. But the out in previews was always just, why am I still doing this routine? Well, well I can't think of an ending. And then yeah, that would yeah, be a big yeah. laugh and I'd move on. Mm. And I was like, once it came to charging people <laughs> proper money for the show, I was like, I can't do that. And I kept toying with different endings, trying different ways out. So I couldn't why, make why, it why, why would they want to show a rival? Is that the point? What? Why, why would they want to show a rival how good their speakers are to, for them to then get it, them? Uh, yeah, I think in my head it was like the speaker company have paid for the advert, not the cinema. Oh, so yeah. So Dolby oh. are showing the advert in the cinema, hoping... Because you can't yeah. buy those speakers. They're industrial-sized cinema yeah, speakers. Yeah. Right? So a punter at the cinema isn't going, that's what I need. <laughs> Dolby but that's funny sound. if you said... Yeah, exactly. So I, I, once again, I didn't make it clear enough yeah. what I was getting at. Cause that's, yeah, maybe if you did it from that angle of the, who are they for? What, are, are, are people really watching this? No one, you, you, oh, they're not available for purchase. So yeah, I think that's a sign we get rid of every it. Every time. I already got rid of it. Every time the joke police show up. <laughs> I just like doing the act. Really, it was just a fun bit to perform, but it was never funny. You know, and it's just like, mm. you kind of know deep down, it's not funny enough in its in the kernel of the idea. Yeah. That it's, it's not something anyone gives a fuck about, which no. is one of the reasons it was funny that I was furious. Yeah, Obviously, yeah, yeah. that's like a cheat code to making something funny. It's just be angry about something that doesn't matter. And everyone do has done that since the dawn of comedy. But yeah. I like also what I liked is that it was so angry at the start and then it becomes so silly to illustrate the point but I couldn't get I couldn't get the way out good so it, I, I just is because uh, I started to jump to my head then if you sort of were ranting and really ranting about it and then somehow the punchline is you're still in the cinema ranting about it 
uh, right, with the noise. And you get kicked out. You're so like, then there's says, something, can you keep the noise down? Yeah, it's noise related then. That you're, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Know, you, you I mean, to, I think that would take some work to work out how to exactly get the angle. This is that. exactly, the, I can see this being a new version of, um, you know, when you come to write a new show and you just start with yeah, the same yeah, bit yeah, every yeah, time yeah, yeah, going, yeah. no, that bit is good. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get something out of that bit. I used to have a bit about, I said on your previous iteration of this podcast, oh, about everyone having a different you method to it? poach eggs. Yeah. And poaching eggs is like um, everyone has a different solution to curing hiccups. So like everyone thinks they've got the answer of how to do it. And, <laughs> okay, they, yeah. they, they, and I would just list and get more and more insane. So like some people will say wrap it in cling film and then some people like make a whirlpool. Some people yeah, are like, yeah. I'll put in a couple of drops of blood from a firstborn. <laughs> and I would just like go escalate it. And it would work, but it was always just like, what's the fucking point in this? <laughs> what's the point in Where's this? Where's it going? Um, I think this is the new... Eggs fe- is dead. It's been dead for years. Has it? So it was, that was it since the like, last podcast. Yeah, but that was years ago we did that podcast. Yeah, I don't even know if that's still available. <laughs> what, that was called... A joke's not in my show. Oh, so you have just... It's, talk about efficiency. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. got rid of the second half. Yeah, yeah. You've done jokes. one of those um, stop talking jokes with <laughs> yeah. the title of your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> jokes. And there we go. That's the, with Mark Simmons. That's the podcast. Um... This I found so funny. Well, this podcast has got an arc. Yeah, there's. I love it. You build it in. My stuff never has an arc. And once again, it's been ruined by me saying jokes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Don't try and be funny for fuck's sake. What's the time? Do a couple more. How how long have you got? You you in a rush off or? Uh, Got got any more you'd like to do, mate? My agents probably need to piss. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But no, this was a line I really liked, but it didn't. um, This is so true of like. To me, this is a, oh, do you have a job where you have to drive around the country all the time? Mm. I mean, I don't drive, but anyway, (laughs) the joke is, I don't care if my dad's proud of me. Petrol stations say they're proud to serve Costa. The word has lost all meaning, right? No one knows that. Outside every person's petrol (laughs) station, there's a little plastic Costa cup, massive one, that says, we are proud to serve Costa. You know what? I've never noticed it, but I'm not an observational comedian. But it's like every... (laughs) I was just like, I'm sick of seeing this, being told you have to make your parents proud. Like this fucking shell. Yeah, is proud yeah. I've got, people would just be like, it would, it work. It would like titter. Comics would like it. Mate, well, clearly, ones, observational not. ones. <laughs> I don't. Think but it's but funny. that is funny. But but people, yes, it's because people would just go, oh yeah, I know what he means. Because that yeah, stuff it's not gets funny. banded it, around. But it's it's a good example of like I really that one I did loads of. T- I put it in loads of different bits. I tried it loads. Was like, I just wanted it. I didn't want it to be a big punchline just a little throwaway on the way to the joke thing and i eventually was like ah just forget it yeah it wouldn't work the other way around of being like you're pointing it out to your dad it's even there do you know what i mean yeah like, i think i did try it like that there's like, like really some, yeah. yeah there's one um it's it's funny that another <laughs> one similar to that pregnancy one i just remembered What's is that? um this to me is in the same category of when i said the pregnancy one of do you have a name uh tells you the name of a baby is um how come it feels normal to say just a little tidy up, please, to a hairdresser, but not to a cleaner? <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea of like, you, you just have to do too much work in your head for that joke. Yeah, yeah. You have to imagine both scenarios. To go into a hairdresser, sit down, just a little tidy up, please, normal. Yeah. The idea of a cleaner coming around to your house, and you go, yeah, just a little tidy up, please. And they would be like, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's the job. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. <laughs> but is that, I, now, so I, you're saying about a little tidy up, for me, with going going into the hairdressers, would the, the joke would then be they clean up the hairdressers? Yeah, they they they, they, they start sweeping up. Yeah, or something where yeah, you yeah. like it means you then don't get your hair cut for ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that's that's the uh, yeah, or just like yeah, just a little tidy up, please. You're just like, all right, mate. It's been a busy day. Don't slag it off. Yeah, I, gets I, offended that. Yeah, so there's something. Yeah, there's little hair tidy on the floor, up, please. Cool. Yeah, what do you think? What are you expecting? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, <laughs> but they um, I I had to. Again, I don't think it's very good, but um, something about going in and asking for a short haircut, oh, and then they really went, quickly. and then they went, that'd be such and such pounds, please. Right. I haven't actually right, tried it, right, but I do, it. but it, when I said it, it doesn't feel, it didn't feel like the rhythm was going to work. But I feel like there's something in it. But then I think, is that has that been done? I don't know. Yeah, though, I think just but a little. I that style of joke's been done. Of so that, something quick. Jokes. I'm thinking of. Um, every analogy in my next show being about getting your hair cut yeah 
and I'll have to find a reason to justify it by the end of the show. But like, I've got so many haircut analogies. Oh, really? I don't want to give them away. No, no, it no. might actually be my show. Yeah. I, I just, sometimes the way I find jokes is I'll search a keyword and my Twitter handle. Right. I go, well, I've tweeted, I've probably tweeted oh, this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitter is basically a notebook. Yes. I did that with um, that um, Out There show. Because, yeah, yeah, right. because I, I'm guessing with you guys, they said, what routines have you got that we can then find a place for? Mm. Did they? Because with us, the one-liner guys, they went, but you're going to be in the hairdressers. Come up with... Go. So, yeah, so then I, I had to then go... My, I should have... Uh, I've got more one-liners that were more appropriate for that show than the bits I did on that show. Right. Afterwards, the producer I and I were talking did. about... Where were... Because I, I, like, I see you. I did some like long routines. Yeah, I saw you in, in a park. hot tub. Oh, you were doing the bit in, doing the, a bit house. in the house. Yes. I was doing a bit about moving house. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a really good bit, though. Well, that bit, actually, in, is appropriate for this podcast because that bit I knew was going to be a good bit. It was, it yeah. was, so it was an observational bit, really, about how insane it is the process of getting a house. Mm. House viewings is not enough. Is the, basically the premise is like, sorry, this is a house. I'm going to live here and all I get to do is look around it for 10 minutes and I make the decision on that. Yeah. I, you should get to spend the night in it. You, t- you mm. test drive a car, you yeah. try clothes on, you don't get to do anything with a house, a billion times more important. It's more expensive. Um, exactly. That was the observation. Yeah. Is that like, this is it and you're going around and not only is that, you're being shown around by someone actively trying to trick you. Mm. Yeah, 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 and you know they are, and you know they are. So you're kind of like you're spending the whole time second guessing. Why does this guy with an eyebrow piercing care so much about this water pressure? Oh, it's because he's trying to make me not look at the damp everywhere in the mold or whatever. But I had this whole observational routine of ten minutes or whatever, and I was trying it all these different observations, and then just like observations about house viewings and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Do you know when you have it and it's like it definitely works mm. and everything's getting laughs, but it's not right. I just knew it's yeah. not right it just felt so stitched together yeah okay and then i was watching john mulaney i think and mm. he was doing this sort of stuff i wanted to do and it was like a big obs- long observational the same things. topic no 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 oh, right. different topic but long observational things and they really felt like routines that start middle and end have mm. to start middle and end but it was the same i was like this is the same as what i'm doing how is that working so much and then i realized no that's not it at all the observations are all hidden. It's a personal story about him and his dad or him and his right. wife. And then I was like, it has to be personal. I literally just stole that. I was like, me and my girlfriend moved house. Yes. Here's how this house viewing affected us in that way. Mm. And then it ends with my girlfriend getting revenge on a landlord. Yeah. And I was like, it has to be. A st- it, they have to think it's a story. It's not. It's an observation routine. And then you're routine. sneaking the, ro- the observations in. You the mean? audience yeah. now think, oh, he's telling us a 10-minute anecdote about how he moved house. Yeah, with his girlfriend moved in with his girlfriend the moving in with the girlfriend stuff is irrelevant yeah. to what I want to get across Yeah, what I want to get across is now asides mm. in inverted commas of no it's these observations They're but the I have bits. to justify why I realise these things to yeah. the audience or they can't they, they, get, they get more emotionally invested yeah they just weren't by yeah, it was just like it was it just every gig felt like a new material gig when I would do that stuff because it was just like okay these ideas you're t- trying out these ideas yeah yeah it wasn't until I added that in that I was like, ah, and it unlocked, completely unlocked the bit. I feel that's, I feel that's great that you watched him and, and was able to really see that. he's not the first that. person to do that. It's just who I happen to be watching yeah. at the time. But like loads of people, Woody Allen used to do that. Yeah. Loads of people have done that throughout history. have just gone, make it. The thing Woody Allen did, which I noticed years ago, which I don't do, and I noticed years ago and thought, I'm going to start doing that. And it's just, is every story he tells is in the present tense. So I go into this shop oh wow none of it is I went to the shop the other day and this happened it's like I walk into the shop I say to the shopkeeper I've never noticed anything that's interesting a lot of those old school American guys do that yeah and it's like so what so what so that is so you're in the story more and then it's live and it's almost like you they is it do you think it's like the audience think think that you don't know what's going to happen so it's even a surprise to you when something happens or I I don't know it's probably I mean that might be nonsense but if you say this it's happens more, yeah, it's probably better for tension this is probably storytelling 101 like everyone knows anyone yeah, listening I mean, to this is going yeah, man, yeah that's I'm the worst person to that that tell a story I know, I know nothing but I just uh, it would be so laboured for me to do that I think that I just don't it would be so unnatural yeah it's just such an American thing but yeah, the other whole just like um, so you don't do that you haven't sort of started doing that I think I tried it like so this is I would have been 
a year into stand up when okay. I saw, yeah. I noticed that Woody Allen was doing that, mm. and I uh, probably tried it then, and it's like, Ugh, why I guess is it doesn't sound right for an Eng- like us to say talk like that. Maybe that I think maybe the problem is that a lot of my routines is like, story happened. And here's why I'm now furious. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, if it's in the present tense, it's like, so you're immediately there. It's like, mm. I need to have gone, because there's a lot of bits where I come out of the story to go. And he said this, which, by the way, yeah. is incorrect anyway, because da, da, da. Yeah. So if I'm going, and he says, da, 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 and immediately I'm thinking, it's like, wow. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, just a yeah. bit more of a. Yeah. 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 It's just long winded. But for that, I guess it's certain, you've got to pick your anecdotes. Yes. And make it work. Yeah, I'm but right. I also have. If I have a like a one-liner about a character, so sorry. That's right, mate. Um, if I have one line about a character or something, or just like, so I've got this joke about um, a guy called Jonathan. I just had a joke about the name Jonathan when it's spelt um, Jonathan with an O N at the end. Yeah. So it's like Jonathan. Yeah. I just had this line about Jonathan for ages. <laughs> Love this line, Jonathan. Like I'm gonna hang out only with Johns for a year and get sponsored to do it or something like that. <laughs> I had that for ages. Oh, that's a great joke. And I was like, I was doing it, and then it was like it had to be. It, the only way that I could make that joke work is if it's someone I'm angry at, and his name was Jonathan, and he spelled it Jonathan. It had to be like that. Oh. So I made it an estate agent. And then it's you just going because so you're so go, angry, you've come up with this ridiculous. Agent. His name is Jonathan, and he spells it Jonathan, so that it's like. Oh, you're really petty. Yeah. Like, I'm already angry in the routine and it's like, oh, you, you've got to the point of insanity with pettiness. When I just did it as like, isn't it weird when there's that name, Jonathan, but it's spelled O-N. People are just like, I don't care about this. It's the same thing as, why are you telling us this? You're angry about other stuff. Why are you suddenly doing this? Because I was wow. doing this thing. I moved house. I hate house viewings. I'm furious. Landlords are dicks and so are estate agents. Estate agent can be called Jonathan. Yeah. And now I've got a reason to be angry at So you had that name. a while and it was... Yeah, I tried you- it on its own I tried it with different characters as well that I didn't like yeah. oh, I got, I, well I was at school with this guy called this isn't that funny it's like no it's rage it has to be rage it has to be the whole being angry at something insanely petty I like that but anytime there's a character mm. it's just someone in the joke anytime I've got a joke about a person there's just someone in an anecdote it's not it wasn't actually there of course yeah yeah you just have to put it in there yeah that's but, nice when you find that little puzzle piece and you can just slot, slot it in yeah Reese James! Hashtagawooga. Hashtagawooga to Reese James. Wonderful episode. Any feedback at Jokes with Mark across all podcast. No, no, that's not the wrong thing, actually. Yeah. I was going to say podcast platforms, but that's not where you put the feedback. You got, you got, it's all you social got media. I did. Yeah. I did get really comfortable. Mm-hmm. I was really comfortable there. Yeah. Thanks, Joel. Um, you got down your toes. At social media. At social media. <laughs> oh, oh. You sound a million years old. <laughs> Tag me at social media. <laughs> um, yeah, at martinsimmons.com. Or you can write some and post what, it. What, yeah. Uh, write what, that, a, a physical letter. Yeah. Ah, it could do. Or join my mailing list. Yeah. Uh, can you reply to mailing list posts? No. You can't? Don't if I put so. a mailing list out, they can't reply? No, I don't think so. Really? Yeah. Didn't know that. Maybe All you should right. put a little box on your website. Saying what? Email me. Oh, I'll do that. Oh, well, feedback there. Yeah, well, you could do. Just go social media, it's easier. Yeah. At social media. <laughs> um, so, and hashtag Awooga to everybody out there. Thanks, Therese, for coming on. Great episode. Lots of cool ones coming up. Anything else to say before we go, Joel? Nothing from me, Mark. Nothing from you? No. Nothing from me? Good. You, there was like this. That was from you. What? You said good. Oh. If it's nothing, I was, I was hoping you were going to go, nothing from me. I'll go, it's nothing from me. And then it's just dead silence. And that'd be our new catchphrase. Yeah, yeah. Nothing no. from you. Nothing from me. Do I say both of those? Nothing from you. Nothing from me. But I won't know unless I ask you. Anything from you? <laughs> you shake your head. I don't, know, I don't know if I can say anything. Yeah, you can say nothing from me. Anything from you? Nothing from me. Anything from you? Nothing from me. <laughs> Hashtag Awooka. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.